Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? This is Ben Biddick, the host of the Get Up Nation podcast and co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with Adam Greenberg. Today, I have the honor and privilege of speaking with Patrick Joseph Falosa. He was born with neurofibromatosis, which resulted in his left leg being five inches shorter than his right leg. He was also diagnosed with pseudarthrosis, which causes deossification of bone tissue. Deossification caused Patrick's left tibia to break twice. He underwent numerous surgeries before he was 17 years old and continued to push through the pain to play sports. Patrick suffered severe back and hip problems as a result of using a brace. Doctors recommended amputation, and after considering the option, Patrick agreed. Refusing to let his amputation limit him, Patrick currently is a member of the nation's only stand-up amputee basketball team called Amp One. He also plays sled hockey for the Long Island Rough Riders, inspires others with motivational speaking, and helps create the organization called Limb Possible with Robert Rodriguez and Jovan Booker. Patrick also serves as a mentor at a camp for amputee children and their families called Camp No Limits. Patrick has been featured in ESPN Magazine as well as on the Adversity to Advocacy Spotlight for the A2A Alliance, has raised over $10,000 for Camp No Limits and other organizations, and served on the panel for the New York City Disability Film Festival at Brick Studios in Brooklyn, New York. Patrick enjoys being able to help amputees who are having a difficult time coping with the loss of a limb. He attempts to show them they are no different from anyone else and that you can do what you put your heart and mind to as an amputee. Patrick also directed me to a phenomenal program that is helping families of amputees and those with limb difference overcome their challenges called Camp No Limits. I spoke with Sarah McLaughlin, who is a therapy coordinator at the camp. She shares with Get Up Nation how attending the camp with her family led to her investing years of her life in the service of families there. Patrick, welcome to the Get Up Nation podcast. Thank you. Patrick, I love what you, Jovan, and Robert are doing with Limb Possible and how you're inspiring those who are dealing with the loss of a limb. Tell me about what led to the three of you creating this organization. So uh, we were doing a lot of this with Amp One Basketball. So we were doing events about six times a year with Amp One. And then on our own, we were doing about 12 to 15 on our own. So we would we figured we wanted to do this a lot more than other guys did, and we put in a lot more work. So we figured we should try to do something on our own. And then uh, we met this gentleman by the name of Eric Hicks that he owns a gym in uh, Brooklyn, New York, called the Sky Dome, and we're having a conversation with him, and he's really like convinced us that we should go on our own and create something for ourselves. My understanding is your decision to amputate your leg was something that was very difficult for you. Can you take me through the process of what led you to decide to move forward with the amputation? Yes. At 17, when they told me, you know, you have two choices of staying the way you are or having your leg amputated, at that point, I really wasn't ready. I felt like with technology and things that are going on in the world, I was like, who knows what could happen in the next couple of years. So I really just waited it out. And I was like, I got in a really bad place with depression and being down and things like that. And 
I would just rather you to live almost a normal life and no having my leg amputated, it would I would be able to do that. And from everything I've been able to do now, it shows that I can. For those who may be having to make a similar decision where they're facing a medical challenge and physicians are recommending an amputation, what insights can you offer from your experience that may help them cope with the loss of a limb? I mean, I was someone who I was overweight and then I wasn't really was able to play as much sports as I wanted to just because my leg was so weak and brittle. So since I had to amputate, I was able to do so much more and life and co- the quality of life has gotten so much better because of the amputation. So I've been really lucky and I, I suggest people if, if they have the opportunity to have their leg amputated, and that's a choice for them, I think they should go through with it because the outcome will be a lot better. Can you tell me about technology that's involved today and what it offers people who are dealing with the law as far as mobility? Yeah, so um, I wear um, a fill-out all-pro. That's the type of foot I wear. It really helps me in everything I do with walking and running and playing all the sports that I play. And it really, with, with all the energy return and the technology from today, from back then, even from my my first my first foot that I got was called a preparatory leg, and it's just a basic foot that doesn't have anything really too uh, technical to it. So just from that, that a lot of people use because that's all they're able to get. To what I have now is night and day, and it helps me through my uh, everyday life. Can you share with Get Up Nation what was going through your mind after you had surgery uh, to remove the leg, and how you achieved such a positive outlook that inspires others from this? So when I had my surgery. Going into the surgery, they wasn't sure if they were going to be able to keep my knee or not because I had a metal rod in, the, in my leg, and you can't cut through those, the, the titanium. So going through the sur- going into the surgery, I didn't know. So luckily when I woke up, I did have my knee. I was really blessed that that happened, and I knew being the, uh, below the knee amputees a little bit easier than being in the above the knee. So I was really blessed, and then I really knew that all that amputee could do because I, I did my research before the surgery, and... I knew that they could play sports and be athletic, and that's why I did it, because I wanted to be athletic and play sports and be involved in things like that. So I really knew that's what I wanted to do after I had my leg amputated, so I had a positive mind after that. Is there anything that was unexpected about the process uh, that others may benefit from knowing? I think that every person, they're different. So, like, with me, I took to everything really quickly. Two days after having my leg amputated, I was up and at them and ready to go, and that MPT and physical therapy they would tell me you need to you know slow down you're gonna hurt yourself and I'm like no nah, I'm fine I could do this and then with getting my leg and everything I it was two months I was up with the with the prosthetic leg so the leg wow. person is different so some people it may take them two months like me or it may take them up to a year to learn to walk on a leg so it's just about not like giving up and just pushing forward because this is going to be a life from now on you can't get down and depressed anymore because doing that your leg isn't going to grow back so you got to just try to have a positive mental attitude now you're a new york mets fan yes a diehard mess fan all right will you tell us about your prosthetic that was featured on espn and connected you with some new york met legends yeah so um my first leg i got made it looks like the 86 met uh jersey so it's white with the pinstripes and then the racing stripes down the side. So I went to opening day, and it was raining, so they didn't have any batting practice because I go early because I'm a big uh, memorabilia collector. So all the photographers just started taking pictures of me. And then the next day on Twitter, ESPN wrote me and said, hey, we got some great photos of you, and we want to feature you on uh, ESPN Magazine. And it, it really like made me famous at City Field. A lot of people would now, when I go to games, they stop me and want to take pictures with me because they – recognize me from the magazine and things like that. I've been able to just to connect with a lot of the players. One of the games I went to, I went early again. It was right before the game was about to start, and one of the guards came to me. He's like, let me get your leg. And he took it to the dugout, and David Wright signed it for me, and then he brought it back. So that was really nice. And then 
I've been able to meet a lot of the players, and they signed a lot of autographs for me. And uh, Corey Vaughn, he a, was a minor league with the Mets. He sent me one of his jerseys. So I've been really lucky to meet a lot of these guys and a lot of the athletes. I love it. That's amazing. Patrick, it's clear that you stay busy. What do you have to say to people listening right now who are questioning what they will be capable of following an amputation? I mean, you gotta, you got to really have just the, the willpower to do it, you know. If if you you don't have that willpower to do, you're not going to be able to, be able to do. It. You have to have the heart and the, the strive to do it because life isn't going to stop for you. You just got to keep pushing. And then why do you believe so strongly that anything is possible? I think anything is possible because anything is possible. You you just have to have a good mind and a strong heart and and push for what you want. You know, it might not it might not come in a day, a year, two two years. It might take time, but you just have to not give up if you want it bad enough. And what was one of your biggest barriers that you had to believing that anything was possible? Just being able to play sports and feel normal again and be able to just to live life and be able to do all these great things I haven't been able to do in my whole life and I never thought that I would be doing them, like travel the country and help people. And so I've been really blessed to, to, to do these things. When you think of your work, with Limp Possible, what is a story or two that has been significant that's affected you? We have times when we're done speaking, we have kids approach us, and like, there's times where like kids tell us, you know, I, I have su I had suicidal thoughts and I wanted to kill myself, and now that I, I see you guys, I'm, I'm more, I feel more positive, and we'll go to a school and not even know that there's an amputee kid there, and they're down about being an amputee, and we could uplift them and show them, look, just because you have a limb difference isn't going to stop you from what you want to do. And that's not just in sports, anything you want to do. If you want to ride or be a rock, do rock climbing, whatever you want to do, you could do it. Is there anything you want to share about your life and your experience uh, with the Get Up Nation audience? Um, I guess I'll talk about a little bit about camp, about camp No Limits. You know, I've been doing this now for about three years now. So it's been, it, this camp's been amazing to me. I've been able to meet so many different families and be able to give back to these families and show them that you could be happy with having a limb difference. And, there's kids there that are missing all their limbs, and they have the biggest smiles on them on their faces that you would ever see, and you wouldn't think that these kids would be so happy, and they are, and it's it's truly amazing. Patrick is right. Amazing things are happening at this camp. I called them to learn more. Would you be willing to share with Get Up Nation um, a little bit about Camp No Limits and the services that are offered there? Camp No Limits is a camp for kids with limb loss and limb difference and their families. There's 10 locations across the country that they each offer a little bit different in variety of activities, but it's the same concept and mission, which is to educate, empower, and support these kids and their families. And what location do you work at? I have been to almost all of the locations. Since I am on the East Coast, I tend to go to Maine and Maryland and the one that's at Quinnipiac University. Can you tell me a little bit about the INSPIRE program? We're trying to get the campers who are the amputees, but also siblings that would like to get involved, trying to have them connect with either a mentor at the camp or it could be one of the therapists at the camp, someone that has some similar interest to try to get you know, some leadership qualities, helping spread the word with diversity awareness and trying to help them do good in the community. There, you know, there's a set, there's different levels of the INSPIRE program for how much sort of commitment and time kids can give to that. But we try to connect them with someone at camp so that they're in touch throughout the year. What are some challenges involving limb difference that this mentorship program excels in helping to heal or empower young people who are involved here. Camp, a lot of the kids who come, even the, you know, the parents, they love to see other kids like them and parents like to share experiences. There are times kids are getting picked on at school and, you know, kids, parents may be asking, you know, what, 
what did someone else do in this situation or how do you help the kid build confidence? Um, how are their siblings reacting when it, people are asking all these questions? Because it's the fact when you have limb difference, it, it looks different. So that's what people see. So they ask questions. It's, it's different. So a lot of people have never seen someone with limb difference or amputation before. So it's just helping these kids gain confidence so that they can answer the questions and that they can pride in who they are. And that helps when answering these questions and and talking to the other kids, and that often, you know, helps them to be confident enough to try a new activity, which they may get to try a camp or activities, anything they, you know, that's where the mentors are there, so they can, if they have to adapt it, they can adapt it, or sometimes kids don't think that they can try something, and then they see other people doing it, and they're like, oh, I guess I could have done that, I, you know, they just they didn't know. How long have you worked there? I have a son who is a congenital below-the-knee amputee. And uh, oh, okay. we initially attended camp as a family, my daughter and my son and my husband. And then Great. that was in 2011. And then I got more involved and started working for camp probably 2013. It was a couple of years later. It sounds like with your initial experience there, it offered you um, as a family a lot of positive impact. Otherwise, I would assume you would not have gotten involved uh, as much as you have. Could you go yeah. into that process of personally, you know, as as a as a mother and as somebody involved in a person um, dealing with limb difference in their life, could you go into your personal experience of why you've invested yourself so heavily into Camp No Limit? The first year that we went, my son was six years old, and again, he's a congenital below-the-knee amputee. My daughter was nine years old. My son was doing everything developmentally he's supposed to be doing. He's riding a bike. He friends at school, and everything is going well. Um, and we had heard about camp, and we thought, well, should we go? Are we, you know, bad parents if we don't give him this opportunity? And his prosthesis was actually volunteering that same year. So we decided to all go give it a shot and see how it was. And honestly, my, my daughter is very was very shy. And we feel like that first year she may have gotten more out of it because my son was already mm. a fairly confident, outgoing kid. But my daughter, it's, you know, we were like, oh, she was at our side, very beginning, wouldn't go two feet away from us. And just the, the sense of community and support there, by the each camp is a little different. The main camp is about five days long. And by the end of it, you know, she's just waving to us in the cafeteria and off with a set of friends. So just, and for her, that was huge. <laughs> so just the sense of support and that, that is pervasive throughout the camp. It happened for us to be with, with our daughter that it was. But that's how it is for parents. That's how it is for the amputees and for the siblings. Someone wants to try something new. There, there's all this support. Every, you know, everyone's just pushing for you to do it and cheering you on. And going in, my background is a physical therapist. I was a physical therapist before my son was born, so I had a certain amount of education about amputees before I had him. So there were certain questions I knew to ask and certain things about dealing with the prosthetics that. I may not know all, you know, all of it, but I, I knew I had, should ask about it. I knew things should fit differently or, you know, shouldn't be painful. And I was shocked at camp talking to some parents that there seemed to be a big gap sometimes between the information of, from maybe a physician to a prosthetist to sort of what the, the family takes home and gets out of that. And I was shocked sometimes that there are things people are like, well, they just, we just thought we had to live with it like that. And mm. it's like, no, <laughs> you know, mm. communication is huge. So that was really one of the things that drove me to get more involved at camp, just seeing you know, how much everyone benefits and 
you know, whether it's someone, a child born with a limb difference or it's something traumatic and they're sort of suddenly into this world, there's so much going on that it's always hard to, to intake all this information so that you're, you're at camp and something's going on and child's legs is bothering them and hurting. We, you know, we have a prosthetist there. We have physical therapists there. Someone to help you figure out what you need to do about it to take home to your prosthetist to ask. Or sometimes it's as simple as adding a, a sock layer on so the prosthetic fits better. You know, it can be simple things like that that sometimes people just don't don't know. That kind of shocks me that <laughs> how much there there sometimes is a gap. Not with everyone, but just those times that there are, it, it's important. Everything about fit for a prosthetic is how much function you can have. So when people think they, you know, they don't know that amputees can do as much as they can. You talked about the sense of community that's there and the support. Is there any stories that that are on the top of your mind that would really help our listeners understand about how special Camp No Limits is? One big one that comes to mind, there is a teenage boy who has become an above-the-knee amputee due to cancer. And he had been a runner and yeah. at camp with the help of the prosthetist, he was able to try out a running blade for the first time. And it was just pretty incredible to watch him and his reaction to, you know, kind of running again for the first time it was pretty powerful. There were a lot of people there seeing it and that was a pretty special moment. Patrick Filosa from Limb Possible. Yes. I interviewed I interviewed him recently and also Robert Rodriguez from Limb Possible. My understanding is that you've worked with Patrick before. Could you go into a little bit of how Patrick has impacted Camp No Limits? Yeah, so part of camp we in the mornings we split up into groups for the sibling group, group with kids with upper extremity differences and then kids with lower extremity differences. And that's where we kind of do some of the therapy part in the morning. And Patrick has helped out with the physical therapy part, and he is fantastic at helping engage some of the younger kids. We try to we try to keep it fun while they're learning about why it's important to keep their core strong and try to walk the right way so they're, you know, not wearing out other joints. And so we're, you know, we're trying to have games going on or getting them to balance on their prosthetic side. And Patrick is uh, great at engaging them, keeping them entertained while they're doing these activities and, you know, relating with them as an amputee himself. So, you know, he'll, he's a good sport. He'll, he'll go do anything we ask him to do. Sometimes we're having the kids go through obstacle courses, getting low, crawling under things, stepping over, and he's always game to try it out too. So, uh, yeah, he's been a great support with that, connecting with the kids, you know, and connecting with the parents and answering any questions really open. So it's been great to work with him at camp. Are there any needs that Camp No Limit has right now that anybody who's willing to donate or has resources, is there something specific that would really be of value and benefit to Camp No Limit? Um, I guess that right now, I guess the biggest thing, there's an annual giving campaign going on to for scholarship for camp, $400 per person to attend camp and that's what is charged the actual cost is 500 per person or you know a thousand dollars for a caregiver and an amputee to go so right now contributing to the annual campaign to go to scholarship is 
is phenomenal. Is there anything you want Get Up Nation to know about you or Camp No Limit? Yes, uh, Camp is a fantastic organization, one of the most positive experiences for uh, five days that I think you can experience and try to take on through the rest of the year, kind of keep that positivity going through. How can people learn more about Camp No Limit? If they go to www.nolimitsfoundation.org, that is the website, and there are some videos uh, that will give you a great overview, show you a couple of people who attend camps and their stories, and I think that's probably the best way to learn more about it. It's right on the website. Sarah, thank you. Now I'm going to shoot back to Patrick, who's going to close out our show with six quick-fire questions. Patrick, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Who are you thankful for today? Robert Rodriguez. And what are you thankful for today? That I'm able to help so many other people. How do you fuel the fire within you? I wake up and I know I have to push even harder than the next day, than the day before, and just keep grinding and pushing because I want to make it impossible as successful as possible and I want to help as many people as possible. What was one thing adversity taught you to value? It taught me to value, to be humble and to to show respect to people and that's with any disability. You don't know what someone's going through, even if they're not something physical that you can't see. You know, you got to respect all people. What are you doing today you never thought you could? Speak in front of thousands of people. What will you do tomorrow that you never thought you could? Speak in the Hamptons. How can people learn more about you and Limp Possible and Camp No Limit? You can find us all on all social media at Limp Possible and also on social media at Camp No Limit. Thank you so much, Patrick, for taking time out. Thank you, Ben, for the opportunity. Get Up Nation, there is a week left before the new year. If you are looking to give a gift that creates a powerful, positive impact, join Sarah and Patrick by giving to either Limb Possible or Camp No Limits. Your donation creates spaces where those dealing with limb loss or limb difference can find knowledge, support, and an awareness of all that is possible. How satisfying to know that your donations are creating hope, faith, confidence, and unintimidated futures. Get Up Nation, happy holidays.